I know you're looking for something. Uh, you know, aren't we all? We're choosing to hang out on YouTube for so long. Um, and you know what? I think I've got something to help you. You see, I, I scroll around YouTube all the time looking for something to do, just kill some time, but I sometimes looking for ways to improve myself. And I thought, well, how can I do that? So I started studying heaps of different stuff. And then I started studying all the great speeches in history. And you won't believe some of the stuff I found. It really surprised me what I learned from some of the greatest men and women of history in their moment of need or when they were trying to inspire and help others. And when they were giving speeches where they had to have the greatest amount of impact in a short amount of time. I wanna share some of those with you and give you some of my thoughts as I read through them. Some of them are pretty funny, um, but some are just really moving and motivational. Tonight, I want to read you uh, one of the great speeches in history by uh, Robert Kennedy. Now, I know some of you watching this probably heard this before in the past. Maybe you've heard it and you didn't give it much thought, or maybe you know a lot about it. See, I'm Australian. I, I didn't really know much about this speech until recently, and it had a pretty profound effect on me. Um, so I'm going to read through some of the bits of this speech and I'd love to get your thoughts um, in the comments or if you've got anything you'd like to share about it, I'd love to hear about it. Um, but I'm just gonna get cracking. Basically, what makes this so amazing, this speech, is the context. You see, we all know Robert Kennedy's brother, President Kennedy, uh, was shot and, and murdered. And um, what we don't know is really the kind of profound effect that had on Robert Kennedy or other members of the family. Not really. Um, you don't really get to see that. And he gives us some insight here. And not only that, he gives a speech after the assassination of Martin Luther King, <clears throat> which again, in and of itself, is a huge task. Not only that, but he goes to Indianapolis in Indiana um, to a predominantly black crowd and gives the news to them that Dr. Martin Luther King had been murdered. And if you were with the people with him, there must have been a feeling of, there must have been some fear, some self-preservation worries. I know that he was told that he couldn't be completely protected if he gave this speech. Anywho, I, I just think, I just wanted to give you some, that's what he's walking into as he gives a speech. You know, he's, he's seen his brother who was a president be murdered. He's now seen one of the most famous people <laughs> around and Dr. Martin Luther King also be murdered for the principles in which he stood up for. And now he has to go and carry on those same principles through a speech. Um, I'll just read through it. Okay, so this is in 1968 on April 4th, um, Robert F. Kennedy. I have bad news for you, for all of our fellow citizens and people, people who love peace all over the world. And that is that Martin Luther King was shot and killed tonight. Just so you know, just, you know, he, when he said these words, the crowd gasps as if, and wails and screams out um, as they hear the news for the first time that Dr. Martin Luther King has been, been killed. I'll carry on. Martin Luther King dedicated his life to love and to justice for his fellow human beings, and he died because of that effort. In this difficult day, in this difficult time for the United States, it is perhaps well to ask what kind of a nation we are and what direction we want to move in. For those of you who are black, 
considering the evidence there evidently is that there were white people who were responsible. You can be filled with bitterness, with hatred, and a desire for revenge. We can move in that direction as a country, in great polarization, black people amongst black, white people amongst white, filled with hatred toward one another, or we can make an effort, as Martin Luther King did, to understand and to comprehend and to replace that violence, that stain of bloodshed that has spread across our land with an effort to understand with compassion and love. I, just to cut the speech quickly while I just give a little bit of commentary. I mean, a lot going on, but here you have uh, Robert Kennedy um, laying out the choices before them. You know, and, and I love that he does it because what he essentially does is he's empowering the people listening in that he is saying, you can choose what you're going to do from here. It's up to you. He's not, he's not, and, and, and he's not trying to control them or force them to make a decision. He's empowering, empowering them to make their own. He's going to plead his case, but he empowers the people. Now, if you've been empowered like that, you'll give him responsibility. You can't shirk it. And, um, and because he does that, the people, um, it's almost trust building. Well, I'll carry on now with the speech. <clears throat> For those of you who are black and attempted to be filled with hatred and distrust at the injustice of such an act against all white people, I can only say that I feel in my own heart the same kind of feeling I had a member of my family killed, but he was killed by a white man. But we have to make an effort in the United States. We have to make an effort to understand, to go beyond these rather difficult times. I really feel, I'm just cutting out of speech here. I, um, I feel that like this is one of the most powerful parts in the speech for me. And that's because um, the difference between a good talk and an average talk is really feeling. And um, here we have Robert Kennedy. He's sharing his own experience with murder and the loss of somebody that he loves. I mean, the people he's speaking to have just lost lost their champion, Doctor Martin Luther King. I mean, what a! I mean, is there anyone? I mean, he's one of the greatest. And then you've got. Robert F. Kennedy sharing this message. So how does he connect? He has to be honest and vulnerable. And so what does he do? Talks about his brother who was murdered not that long before. Um, I find, I, I just find that really quite powerful. Um, okay, so I'm going to uh, carry on here with uh, the, um, with the speech, let's keep going. My favorite poet was Aeschylus. He wrote, "In our sleep, pain, which cannot which cannot forget, falls drop." Uh, sorry. In our sleep, pain, which cannot forget, falls drop by drop upon the heart, until, in our own despair, against our will, comes wisdom 
through the awful grace of God. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence or lawlessness, but love and wisdom and compassion toward one another and a feeling of justice towards those who still suffer within our country, whether they be white or they be black. So I shall ask of you tonight to return home to say a prayer for the family of Martin Luther King. That's true. But more importantly, to say a prayer for our own country, which all of us love, a prayer for understanding and that compassion of which I spoke. We can do well in this country. We will have difficult times. We've had difficult times in the past. We will have difficult times in the future. It is not the end of violence. It is not the end of lawlessness. It is not the end of disorder. Okay, just cut the speech. I'm really glad he says this because um, he doesn't come in with a message of, you know, if we do the right thing, it's going to be easy. He doesn't say that. His message is that um, he, he's not trying to pretend that hate's going to disappear, that there's going to be wickedness and bad things happen. He doesn't try to pretend that's going to happen. Um, he's saying, despite it being hard, and it's going to be hard in the future, we still have to try and make an effort, even though it's difficult. And I think that's a real powerful lesson for us. I mean, often you think, if I do all the right things, things will go nice and smooth, but it's often not the way. <clears throat> and I think on a day-to-day -day basis, you have to try to succeed and be good and powerful and, and strong and triumphant in the face of adversity and difficulty. And you have to be willing to take the risk, otherwise there, there won't be a reward. Um, and I think it's good that he pointed that out. Um, I'll keep going with the speech. But the vast majority of white people and the vast majority of black people in this country want to live together, want to improve the quality of our life, and want justice for all human beings who abide in our land. Let us dedicate our, ourselves to what the Greeks wrote so many years ago, to tame the savageness of man, and make gentle the life of this world. Let us dedicate ourselves to that and say a prayer for our country and for our people. Um, that's the end of the speech. What else can you say? You know what I mean? It's, it's such a powerful speech because there's, there's so much context. And just to add more context to this, Robert F. Kennedy was, was shot himself, was murdered himself 60-odd days later, I think 63, 64 days after this. So you have a message of John F. Kennedy, who gets murdered. Then Martin Luther, Dr. Martin Luther King gets murdered. And then Robert F. Kennedy also is murdered. Um, you know, does that not add weight to the message? I mean, if, if they're all pushing for this kind of an agenda... Um, and yet, uh, and yet, and you could say, well, they all died for it. And it's like, did they, but did the message really die? What carried on through with that? Um, and what does that mean? There has to be opposition and, and, and these kind of things. And they stood in the face of it. Anyway, beautiful speech, really heartfelt, <laughs> so moving. And a lot of these speeches are, some of them are just, just jack you up. But, um, I hope you'll come with a journey come on a journey with me 
um, as I explore some of these great leaders and great speeches because there's a lot to learn. And uh, I hope you're ready for the task at hand because we've got a lot to get through. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.